Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's a centuries-old debate about violence between people. Is this something we're born with, or is it a product of the environment in which we grow up? So understanding the causes of violence is important if we want to try and reduce it. And so there have been hundreds of social experiments trying to find this answer. But this week, scientists have taken a different approach, and they've looked across all mammals, and they've found as animals become more complex and more social, like us, they also become progressively more violent. But why? Laura Brooks spoke to Professor Mark Pagel from the University of Reading, who wrote a commentary on the study for the journal Nature this week. What these researchers did was they collected data on levels of lethal violence in about a thousand mammal species. Now that includes us. Humans are a mammal. Then using statistical techniques that have a look at the mammals that are closely related to us or the mammals that are more distantly related to us, we're able to reconstruct probable levels of violence in our evolutionary past. And what do they find? How do levels of violence in humans compare? Well, the really fascinating finding was that if you look at the probable level of lethal violence in all mammals, at at the origin of mammals, maybe 100 million years ago, it was about one in 300 deaths one could attribute to lethal violence. But as you move up the sort of evolutionary history, coming closer and closer and closer to the lineage that would eventually give rise to modern humans, you see that levels of violence rise, and they especially rise when we get to the primates, and then again in the great apes, such that by the time you get to humans, about 2% of our deaths can be attributed to lethal violence from another member of our species. That was about six times higher than the level for mammals as a whole. So there is something peculiar about the great apes. We seem to be innately more violent than other mammal species. What do we understand about why this might be the case? Well, One of the things that's associated with these increases in lethal violence is a tendency to be a more social species and a tendency to be a more territorial species. Now, often when we say social, we think of having a good time, going out for dinner or drinks with friends. But to evolutionary biologists, sociality is all about making arrangements, coalitions, who it is you get along with. And typically, animals that show high levels of sociality are guarding things. They're guarding territories. They're looking after each other. And you can see that that leads to greater competition among groups. And so it's not surprising, perhaps, that the primates show these higher levels of innate levels of of lethal violence because the primates are so much more social than other species. And that really reaches its sort of apex when you get to humans. Okay, so are we saying that in these kinds of social environments, there's an evolutionary advantage to violence against other people and that over time has favored aggression? Yes, and that's a key point because what we're saying here is that these strategies are things that we do to enhance our survival and reproduction. So it isn't just that we're annoyed with the person living next door and we treat them in a violent manner, but that 
somehow these tendencies towards violence have been valuable in our evolutionary history, so they've been reinforced. and any sort of innate genetically based tendencies towards violence then would have been positively favoured throughout our evolutionary past. what does that mean for society today? are we doomed to be violent creatures or, or does this study offer some insights about how we might reduce violence and aggression? Well, one of the little bits of sort of optimism we can take away from this study is even though in our evolutionary past we, you know, so when we evolved as a species, we probably had about six times the, the level of violence of most mammals. We can see that throughout our more recent history, those levels of violence have gone up and down. And in the last 10,000 years or so, levels of violence have been decreasing. This is not probably a genetic change, but an environmentally induced one, that even though we have this backdrop of a species that has a tendency to solve problems with violence, if we create societies with legal systems, with laws, with jails, with police forces, and perhaps most importantly with societal attitudes that simply will not put up with violence as a solution to problems, levels of violence drop. So that now the probability of, of dying in your lifetime from lethal violence is very, very low. It's about one in 10,000 worldwide, whereas at the origin of our species, it was more like two in 100. Well, that's good news. <laughs> yes, it is. So there's hope for us yet then. That was Mark Pagel speaking with Laura Brooks.